Grow marketing culture and sketchy MLMs have given modern business a bad reputation. It feels harder than ever to succeed as an entrepreneur, even though we've got an abundance of info and tech right at our fingertips. If you feel frustrated running your business, stress over your sales goals, or are baffled by marketing strategies, you've come to the right place. You deserve to run a successful, sustainable business without spamming all of your friends or wasting time and money on marketing gimmicks. This is the Sell It Sister podcast, and you're going to learn how to make more money without complex systems or sleazy sales tactics. I'm Erica Tebbins, and I teach highly motivated, female, and gender expansive entrepreneurs that selling doesn't have to suck. I've been running successful businesses and teaching others how to sell smarter, earn more, and create raving fans for over 15 years. And I'm excited to share what I've learned with you. If you want success without truly serving your clients, profits without any passion, or the next get rich quick scheme, I'm not your gal. But if you're all in as an entrepreneur, want to make a difference with your work, and are ready to run a business you're proud of, then get ready to sell it, sister. Before we dive into the episode, if you are a service-based business that operates fully online, either as a done-for-you service, consulting, coaching, et cetera, and you've been in business for a bit, you've been working with clients, you've been doing all the things, but you feel like you're really frustrated now because your income is not matching your efforts. And you assumed by now that you would just be earning more and things would be easier, then I've got something for you. It's my rebellious success program that I love so, so much, which is a six month group coaching experience for ethical service providers ready to smash through income ceilings with simplicity, sustainability, and support. And while we don't get started with the third cohort until November, applications are open now. So if you want to actually learn the shockingly simple things that you need to do to hit your next level revenue and impact goals, then you'll at least want to give it a look. You can do that at rebellious-success.com. And of course, let me know if you have any questions. Okay. on to the episode. This is the first in a series of really awesome interviews that I am doing with clients who have been through my rebellious success group coaching program. I'm really excited about this because one thing I love about the work that I get to do is learning about all of these amazing entrepreneurs and helping them in their businesses and then sharing them with other people because I work with the best people and I really love to be a people connector. And so I thought it would be really fun to spotlight some of these experts so that you can learn from them. They can share their areas of expertise with you and you can know about them and follow them if you aren't already. And it also lets you hear a little bit about their experience being in the rebellious success program as well. So first up is Jillian O'Keefe, who is so awesome. And I really loved this conversation with her. And if you've ever felt frustrated about using Instagram to market your business, I know you're going to love this. 
So Jillian is an Instagram strategist who helps female entrepreneurs gain visibility by embracing and showing their unique story on how to grow their community on Instagram. As a champion of the body positivity movement, she understands the power of authenticity and how it helps women stand out by presenting an alternative to the picture-perfect, impossible standards of Instagram shiny posts. She encourages female entrepreneurs to share their true voice and passions to build their business and attract dream clients that engage with and care about their content. She lives in Buffalo, New York with her husband and their two children, and they love New York and just absolutely live for their nice, hot summers. So I'm going to have the links to, uh, to find her in the show notes. And she also mentions, we talk about her engage like a boss mini course. I rave about it in the episode, but for real, if, if it resonates with you is if this is something that you have been struggling with, I cannot recommend enough that you check it out. And I just, I know you're going to love Jillian. You're going to learn so much from her. So make sure that you follow her on Instagram as well and slide into her DMs and say hi, tell her you found her on Sell It Sister. I know she will just be thrilled and delighted. So without further ado, on to the interview. Hi, Jillian. Welcome to the Sell It Sister podcast. I am so glad you're here and I am so excited to chat with you about Instagram today. Thank you very much for having me. I'm also very excited to be here. Um, and anything Instagram gets me excited. So yeah, let's get going. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, just for reference, so that people know, so Jillian has been in my rebellious success program and she is also somebody who for all of my other private clients, I am constantly sharing her mini course, which we will talk about. So absolutely positively, like I, I rave about it to everyone. I'm like, you have to get it, you know, have your team go through it, like the whole thing. So yes, like universally, I love it. And I really for social only spend time on Instagram. So I not saying that, you know, everyone has to do that exact same thing, but if you naturally want to be on Instagram and grow your business and actually get clients from it, then Jillian is a go-to expert for sure. <laughs> and yeah, I am, you're amazing. Cause thank you for all that. And every time I, somebody buys the course, I'm always wondering, is this one, somebody that Erica sent over? Or is this somebody new? Because you're, you are just so generous with your praise for it. And it means a lot to me. Oh yeah. I mean, I literally, it's like every it's in my like additional resources document in all of my private client folders. Oh my goodness. I didn't know that. Thank you. Oh my (laughs) goodness. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. It's, it's fantastic. So I know, you know, uh, I feel like just a, f- I think just a few weeks ago now, I feel like time is kind of meaningless <laughs> as of late, Gosh. but a few weeks ago, there was like yet another new, um, bit of information about Instagram, some, some changes, some updates to their focus and that it's not just strictly a photo sharing app anymore. And I feel like this is yet another 
thing where people like frustrated entrepreneurs, let's say kind of throw their hands up and they're like, I feel like I can't win. I feel like I know that people are making money off of Instagram, but like literally why is this not happening to me and why are they making it harder? And I just want to give up. So what is your take on all of that? And assuming we're going to keep seeing changes over the years too. Yeah. So for sure, Instagram is going to continue to change and, and be a different platform as much or as frequently as there are other new platforms that come out. You know, the reason they're doing all this with video is because of TikTok. And I'm sure for a while there, they were trying to do the clubhouse thing too, you know, all those open rooms and clubhouses kind of died out. So they haven't been putting as much pressure there, but Instagram is going to change. It's going to continue to change. And the best thing I can say is to just, you know, expect it and roll with it. Um, as far as the whole video, you know, becoming a video platform, that the way they announced it, and I feel like it was intentional, created a lot of stress and anxiety for a lot of entrepreneurs because they're like, I am not into reels or I am not into IGTVs or lives or anything, or even just do regular video. I am a post person. Does this mean now that I am going to be lost and no one's going to ever find me? And that is absolutely not the case because while they may be putting more emphasis on video, they are not removing the importance of photos and carousels and infographics and all of those things, because you might have an influencer out there who does tons of video and they only do video and that's what their audience responds to. But what you do for your audience does not have to be what that influencer does. Your audience is going to embrace what you give them if it has value. So if you're somebody who's been giving them photos and infographics and carousels all along, that's not going to change. Those people will still see your content as long as you continue to provide them value and as long as you continue to engage with them outwardly. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're somebody who's always given them video and all of a sudden you want to start giving them images, you might lose a little engagement, but that's only because you're changing what you've always done. Yeah. So that is what's important to remember here is that you have to give your audience value is number one. Like don't just post to post. It might feel like that's what's in, what Instagram is telling you. I need to post three times a day or mm -hmm. even, you know, every single day of the week, but, but don't do that. Don't post just to post because it diminishes the posts that do have value that it, you put up. So instead focus on creating content that is, you know, educating, entertaining, um, is going to teach them a new trick or tip that they've never heard of and do it consistently and engage with your people and your content will still be seen. Doesn't matter what it is, video, photo, carousel, whatever, it'll still get seen by people, by your people. Yeah. I love that. And I think it's interesting to point out too, because you and I both know Kendra Hennessy of mother, like a boss and, uh, her, the like static quote card ones and images of her. And like when she goes live and stuff, those all do great for her, especially like her static quote cards. Whenever she has tried to do a carousel, it does not do well. 
But I also know other people who their carousels do so well with their audience that they've actually like repurposed the same ones months later because they resonated so well. And obviously, you know, six months goes by, you have new eyeballs on your stuff and, and every new followers and all of that, or people just appreciate the reminder, even if they saw it before. And so I, it is really interesting that, you know, two people with the same thing could have such different results. And I feel like, yes, it's the thing that I feel like everyone who does social media marketing says is like, just test it out, just test it out. Mm -hmm. And I know even for me, like in full transparency, usually my podcast ones, um, with that very similar, you know, cover, it's like, it's not scroll stopping because people who follow me, you know, they see it every week. And so it's very like similar. It doesn't break up the pattern kind of in their mind of what to expect from me. Um, they don't do quote unquote, well, in terms of like, generally speaking in terms of engagement compared to some of my other posts, but it's still an important part of my marketing because I like to remind people who are already there and engaging with other stuff like, Hey, new episode, like there's a new episode up. And I know that not everyone who follows me listens to my podcast or even podcasts in general, but like, I try not, I don't get too hung up on that because I know that that is more of like a larger picture vision of my posting over there. Absolutely. And the other thing is too, like you said, it doesn't, you know, it might not break up the feed. People are used to seeing it. They might not engage with it, you know, but beyond that, the other side of it is if somebody sees that, like I can speak for myself, for instance, if I see the reminder and I haven't yet downloaded your episode, I will often leave the app and go download the episode mm-hmm. and never come back and like the photo. So it doesn't necessarily, and and I know that's not what you were looking, what you were no, saying, but this is for anybody. Does People may see your post and may not actually like it or may, may not comment it, comment on it or save it or share it or any of those things, but they still saw it. So Mm -hmm. then that is why when you're promoing something or, you know, podcast episode or a product or, you know, a new service that you put it out there in your feed, even if you're, you know, that those posts, those promo posts tend to not do as well on Instagram doesn't mean that they're not being seen by people. It doesn't mean people aren't going to your link and clicking and just never coming back and liking your photo. That's where the analytics come in and you can see your reach and and all that. But um, it's, it's always important to put those out there, even if they're not super engaged or super attention grabbing, because there are people I guarantee who are seeing it, who are then going and either checking it out, buying it, downloading it, whatever, Um, either way. Yeah. I love that. Such a good reminder. And I know you mentioned engagement in there a bit, and we, I definitely want to touch on that because I feel like it's the thing that so often gets overlooked, but I know that one reason I wanted to bring you on is not just say like, Oh, how can we get more money on, on Instagram? But part of that is being yourself. And you're a really big, big advocate of being yourself I'm a really big advocate of being yourself and, you know, attract the best and repel the rest. So to you, what does that look like in terms of like, especially, you know, when you're doing work for your clients and and things like that, like, how do you 
try to be mindful of portraying someone authentically so that it actually resonates to their bottom line. So when it comes to myself, I actually had a really great um, experience with this a couple, maybe about a month ago now, where I was feeling really defeated on Instagram. I was not personally, I was not making any sales or I wasn't really growing. My account wasn't growing. And I realized, and, and part of it was, I was thinking that it was because of how I looked um, and thinking people weren't buying from me because I am overweight and they didn't want to purchase or work with somebody that looks like myself. And I had so many people message me when I put up a post about this and, and comment talking about, well, if they don't buy from you because of the way you look, what does it matter? You don't want them anyway. And it was a reminder because I knew this. I, before I had this little mini breakdown about it, I knew that if somebody doesn't like me, just like if somebody doesn't like my prices or doesn't like a piece of content that I put out that I stand firmly with, then that's, that's on them. They're not mm-hmm. an ideal client. They're not an ideal file follower. And that's okay to let them go. Now, when it comes to clients, it's a little bit different. I do um, do Instagram management for clients. And what typically happens is in the beginning, it's all about getting to know them and mm-hmm. it's a joint effort. So they're sharing, you know, YouTube videos with me or previous content that they created. Maybe it's a podcast, maybe a blog post, whatever, where it's really in their um the way they speak. Uh, maybe it's content that they put out that they really believe in. And I try to get to know them. And I don't know, I, I, I don't really have a way or to explain, but it just sort of happens by osmosis, I suppose, um, is I just become, I just use their voice. And mm-hmm. I, it just sort of just becomes a part of me. And when I am working on their stuff, it's just there. So when I'm commenting for them or when I'm creating posts for them, their their voice comes out. It doesn't happen automatically. It's a couple of month process, but it just sort of just starts happening. Um, and I think that that is what it comes down to for, for yourself, for anybody who's looking to be themselves is if you're on Instagram and you haven't yet taken the time to get to learn. Obviously, you know, your business, obviously, you know, what, what your why probably, and you know, you know, your ideal client and all that. But if you don't really know what makes you, you, and what makes you different from any other copywriter or any other Instagram strategist or coach or whatever, maybe take some time to just figure that out. I don't really have an exercise to give you to, to work on that other than just a brain dump. That's what I do for everything. But really dig into like what talking points you want to talk about when it comes to your content. So almost always, if I'm posting about something and it's not just specific to Instagram, I come from a a body positive standpoint. Like that's always overshadowing everything because that's such a big part of my stance and everything. And I think that that's important for anyone because then, then you can infuse yourself into your Instagram content. You're, you're not just sharing good copywriting tips. You're sharing good copywriting tips that come from your heart, you know, why mm-hmm. copywriting tips are important to you and why you do take this stance and, and things like that. I don't, um, it might be difficult to get there, but I honestly think starting with a brain dump might be a great way to get there if you're not there yet. Yeah. I love that because I feel like it's, you know, there are always going to be people who, want the cheapest. And then there are always going to be people who want the absolute best, right? Like the highest at like 
you know, person who you could have, who you could hire, um, you know, in, in whatever, whatever it is. But I feel like most people are, you know, in the middle are when they're shopping around, it's less about like, you could have five people who could do the job the exact same way and get the same result. But we like to spend money with people who we feel really good about. Absolutely. And I know that that can feel scary because it's like, well, if I put myself, my real self out there and then people don't like it, like that feels horrible. But I kind of like to look at it as like, you know, there are 11 billion people who do something similar to what I do on planet internet. So I want to work with people who resonate with me personally and my approach and all of that. And so for me, the way that I do it is, uh, very much like you said, it's just thinking about like, what are those things that make me uniquely me? And it's, you know, I, I will have posts that have nothing to do with business. I will have posts about true crime. I will have posts about, uh, you know, Halloween, how much I love Halloween, um, you know, all sorts of stuff, law and order SVU, like just these random other things. And then what happens is like when people see those things that remind me or remind them of me, they will send them to me. Like when Christopher Maloney was just had the men's health magazine cover, like multiple people were like, did you see, you know, they like were forwarding me this stuff. They're like, did you see this? I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Thank you. And it has nothing to do with business or me helping them with their business or anything, but I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Like, you know, me, like, you know, actual real Erica, not like perfectly polished faux professional. Like, I hope that you'll just give me your money kind of like Erica. And I'm sure that there are people who are like, yeah, I don't know. She doesn't like, I I don't, I don't like that. Like, I think that she's kind of weird and creepy and go with someone else. And you know what? Like I honor that. That's cool too. (laughs) Absolutely. Like that's how, those are how, that is exactly how you get your ideal dreamy, can't believe you're working with these type of people, clients. Like that's how Carrie Ann found you, right? <laughs> Through uh, yes. a, um, a true crime hashtag or something. Yes. Uh-huh. Like yeah. that, that is how you find your dreamy clients. So it feels scary for sure. I've been in that position where I didn't want to niche down into, you know, a specific area because you might exclude somebody, but in the end it's, it's worth it because then you're working with the people that you can't wait to get up and work with, not the people that you're just working with because you need money, which there's nothing wrong with doing that by any means. But if you can work with your dreamy clients and you can start the the path to doing that, why not do that? You know, why not take the time to create the content that is going to attract the people that you really, really want to work with? Yeah, I love that. So now I like, I, I feel like with the, the Carrie Ann thing and for, for anyone listening, who's like, who's Carrie Ann? Carrie Ann is also a, a rebellious success member. And it's very true that she was actually a private client first. And she found me in late 2019. 
Um, we can't remember which hashtag it was, but it was definitely like a true crime related hashtag. Um, she came to a free workshop I did and then, yeah. And then like we started working together and the rest is history. Um, but what was like, I feel like this is a perfect segue into what you were also so passionate about, which is engagement and not just focusing on content and essentially what that was, was like an engagement path, right? Mm -hmm. Like she was following a hashtag, uh, in a subject that she liked, but she also happened to be a business owner. So I came up in her feed and it had to do with business. And then she started checking me out and then she slid into my DMS. And then we had this whole relationship and it's funny because the same thing, I don't think it wasn't true crime. It was actually through Kendra, but like Amanda Guarnieri of the resume RX, who we both also know, who was a past client of mine. Um, she, it was the same thing. Like we just literally started this organic relationship in the DMS. I was like, Oh my gosh, how did you find me? And she was like, Kendra tagged you in a story. And I'm also a business. Like it, it's just buck wild, but I can go back and I can trace all of these clients, even though I'm nowhere near the 10,000 swipe up. I can trace back so many dreamy, perfect clients to engagement. So please mm-hmm. explain the difference between just posting content and actually like engaging. Okay. So when, when you hear engagement, a lot of people just think that that means that you're commenting or responding to comments that people leave on your photos, but that is just sure. That is part of it. Absolutely. But that is not the, that is not the way to get people into your DMS very likely. That is more just connecting with people who already either know you or, you know, are finding you. But when it comes to engagement, you really want to figure out the hashtags. And this is, again, you need to find out, you know, what your interests are and, and the people you want to work with and what their interests would be uh, so that you can find those hashtags that they're searching in. So like with Carrie Ann, she's a, a true crime nut. You're a true crime nut. And you were using a hashtag that your people were in, the people that you would be interested in working with. So what happens is you use those hashtags, you drop your content in there, you engage in there, people come across it and they connect with you. You know, it may be there, they connect with your, your content, maybe they DM you, et cetera. But in order to do any of that, you have to find the hashtags that people are hanging out in. And this means that you're not going to want to use hashtags like entrepreneur or um, any sort of general nine to thrive or savvy business owners. There's nothing wrong with using those also, but you want to find those niched hashtags where you can actually see the people, those dreamy clients where they're searching for. So for me, I love using body positive uh, hashtags like lose hate, not wait. Um, Oh, I can't can't think of any right now, but ones that where people are hanging out that are my dream clients that I would love to work with. And once you have those, you can start putting them on your content and you'll, you'll start connecting with the people when they see them in that hashtag feed. But in addition, you get to go in and you get to spend time scrolling and connecting with those people in there and, and doing it in a way that is, that is real and feels good because you have an interest in what these people are likely talking and posting about too, because if you're using a hashtag that is a true crime hashtag, and obviously you're going to come across posts that are just 
nonsense or spammy or whatever, because it's just Instagram. But you're also going to see posts that you're genuinely interested in. Maybe you'll learn uh, about a new documentary that you hadn't thought of. And then you connect with this person because you're like, oh my goodness, thank you so much for posting about this documentary. I never heard of it. I'm going to check it out. And then you start maybe you're connecting with them in their DMs and you're going back and forth and you watch their stories and then boom, you find out this person's also a business owner. And now you have this huge new connection that maybe they'll buy from you, maybe they won't, but at least you have this new friend, you made this new connection that way. And that is everything about Instagram right there is the connection. It is not about the number of followers. Like you said, you don't have 10K, you don't need 10K. You could have 300, you could have a hundred really good followers, you know, people who actually care about your content and be successful on Instagram. You don't have to have that 10K swipe up. I'm sure it's great, but it's not necessary. It's about getting to know people and them getting to know you, which is why not only is it important to use those hashtags on your posts and, you know, engage in those hashtags, but it's important to put out content, like you said, that is about you, that it isn't just strictly business. So maybe you share a post that is about your love of Halloween, you know, or for myself, I, I, you know, have really low span of time where I'm really, you know, questioning my, my self-worth because of my weight or whatever. And I share that because it makes me real, makes me a real person. People want to connect with a real person. They don't want to just connect with Instagram tip after Instagram tip that might be great in the, in the beginning, cause they'll learn from you, but that doesn't make you a person. It doesn't make you somebody that people want to DM there. There's no connection there. There's no, Oh my God, I've experienced that too. Or, Oh my God, I've been there. Or, I want to experience it. There's none of that. So it's all about creating that feeling and doing that all comes down to figuring out who those people are that you want to work with and then doing, you know, connecting with them in uh, their hashtags and, on their posts and then they'll do most likely do the same on yours, especially if there's a real connection there. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you emphasize like real connection because I mean, I, I have on the reverse, like that is how I have found people I have spent money with. So when we were getting ready to move at the end of 2019, I, used to have somebody who I would regularly, you know, get hair and makeup done. We'd take a bunch of photos and I would be able to use them in my marketing. Well, I wasn't going to have that anymore. So I had to find a new branding photographer. So I literally was looking through the hashtags like Ann Arbor photographer, Ann Arbor branding photographer, like, you know, all of those things. And then from there, I was going through and seeing like, who did I resonate with? And then this was like just pre COVID. I was actually able to meet her in person for coffee and just chit chat as two entrepreneurs. And then she introduced me to like a private entrepreneur, um, like a close knit community here. And she was like, Oh, I can, you know, invite you to the Facebook group and whatever. And I was like, that would be so great. And through there I've met new people. I've gotten cool opportunities. I've gotten clients. Like it literally all started. And, and for what it's worth, I hired her and she ended up like last fall took beautiful pictures of me mm-hmm. and, um, and I loved them. And she has sadly since moved out of the area herself, but like I, it, it was great. Like I ended up, I found her on Instagram through hashtags and then ended up hiring her, becoming her friend. And then 
she connected me to all of these other amazing people. Like this is a legit relationship that actually happened because of Instagram. Absolutely. And so when people say that hashtags don't work, they're not using them the right way. And I don't mean that you should be using them. You should be using them on your images, of course, of course, but that's not necessarily what I mean when I say that they work, they Mm -hmm. are there to build relationships with too. They're they're, Mm there. It is literally like going to Google and searching whatever you're thinking about. And then, you know, going through and finding the people it's like a direct connection to somebody on Instagram. You know, it's, they work. (laughs) They absolutely work. It's just a matter of using them in a way that actually is not spammy or sleazy or inauthentic. Yeah. I love that. And so obviously there's, you know, more that can be said about that. And you have the mini course I already talked about. So, uh, it's called engage like a boss. Yes. And tell us just a little bit about what they can expect. I will have the link in the show notes so people can go check it out and they can purchase it. But yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So Engage Like a Boss is all about authentic engagement because it is literally the only way to grow on Instagram. It's the only way to grow on Instagram. Nowadays, I suppose you could grow with doing reels, but typically those aren't all targeted great followers. So going out, getting to know people in the hashtags and, you know, setting up your bio in a right way, the way that is going to get people to, to want to follow you, things like that. And it's, it's all, all in this little course. So it's five modules. It used to be over five days, but um, it's five modules. It just drips one after the other. The videos are about 15 to 20 minutes a piece on there is in, I believe in each module, there's a little piece of homework and it's all super, super bite-sized. So the first day you're taking time to optimize your bio in a way that's going to increase your people finding you when they search certain terms. And, you know, the next one is you find, I teach you how to find hashtags, the hashtags that you want to use, things like that. So each day is really short and really bite-sized and really actionable and because you're doing it in little bits and pieces, it never feels super, super overwhelming or burdensome and you can do it right away. And there is one piece of it where, you know, you take an hour and you do some engagement, but the the thing that you do most consistently is called a 15 minute sprint. And it can be done obviously in 15 minutes and it is super effective and it gets you connection with people that actually want to see what you're putting out and that you really want to connect with as well. This is the same type of, you know, tools and techniques that I use with my own clients that, you know, help them grow. And it's, I don't know, it's, it's my little baby. And I have, um, I've been working, I've been redoing it. It's engaged like a boss 2.0, redoing the videos. I'm, I'm going to be including a bonus module. So exciting, fun stuff happening with it. Yeah. It, and it's, it's really awesome. And I would say, you know, especially if you stress about creating a volume of content, like you do not have to worry about that. Just do the mini course, put out good content as it works for you, but like do these, the, the little 15 minute sprints, they really are a game changer. So I love it. Yeah, definitely, definitely check that out at the link in the show notes and and all of that. And then as we wrap up, Uh, because like I said, at the top, you were, uh, in actually my very first cohort of rebellious success. And 
this is part of my rebellious success spotlight series, because I love being able to showcase the talents, the talents. Oh my gosh, if I could speak, it's the end of a long day, the talents and the brilliance of the people that I work with. Um, but also in case anyone is listening and they are curious about rebellious success, I would just love to hear from you. Uh, just a little bit about your experience or kind of what has been the most impactful for you about being in rebellious success. So despite the fact that I am an Instagram strategist, I am not great at selling my own stuff. And I have to say that the biggest impact on me was building confidence. And I, I was so scared to share my offers with people and to put things out there more than once and to say, you know, mention a, a sale or a promo I was having. And when I joined Rebellious Success back in December, of 2019, 2020, 20, 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, I was afraid to say too much about my products. And then by, I would say April, maybe March, I was, you know, had no hesitation. I was out there, um, sharing stuff regularly, um, putting my offers out there, talking about it multiple times a day, many times in my feed. And it was just, it was all came down to confidence and knowing that, it's okay to talk about your stuff because number one, people don't see it very frequently. And number two, they want to buy from you. They just forget. So the biggest, the biggest thing for me was the building of confidence. And it's honestly, that's priceless to me because I had not gotten it anywhere else. I've not learned how to build that anywhere else. So it is, it's definitely changed the way I work my business when I'm promoting something or even just on a regular day-to-day basis, you know, if I share something and I have to talk about uh, something new happening with Instagram and I'll include like, Oh, Hey, yeah, they're changing hashtags or something. I also have this freebie or you can buy this or whatever. And it's just the confidence has been life-changing for sure. I love that. Thank you. I love, I love to hear it. (laughs) I love to hear it. Very cool. Well, thank you so, so, so much. I really appreciate your time and your knowledge. It's so awesome. Everyone definitely go check out Jillian, check out, uh, you know, be sure to follow her on Instagram and check out her mini course. If you are wanting to grow your business with Instagram. And if you want to check out rebellious success, you can go to rebellious success.com. Right. Thank you. Thanks, Erica. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Sell It Sister podcast. If you loved it and you want more, be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And then head on over to sellitsisterhood.com to join my free Facebook community group. And as your mama said, sharing is caring. So if you got a lot of value out of this episode, be sure to share it with your biz besties too. Okay? Now get out there and sell it, sister.